Welcome to the Incomparable Podcast, a podcast from 10ofthose.com. This is a podcast exploring the character and attributes of God. Each episode in this series is an extract from the book Incomparable, written by Andrew Wilson and read by Neil Gardner. The full book explores 60 characteristics, but this series is designed to just give you a little taster, picking out 15. Each podcast is like the chapters in the book, fairly short, five to seven minutes long, and so hopefully very manageable. If you want to read the whole book or listen to the audiobook, visit 10ofthose.com where you can purchase the physical, audio, and ebook. So without further ado, let's dive in. Today we're looking at God is holy. We hope you find this podcast a blessing. Perhaps the most central truth about God is that he is holy. Ask a seminary student, and she might say omnipotence or providence. Ask the average Joe on the street, and he would probably reply love. But if you ask the angels who dwell in his presence, they would say one thing. Holy, holy, holy is Yahweh of hosts. The two occasions when we hear what the angels are saying in Scripture are separated by 800 years. Here, and in Revelation 4, but they are saying exactly the same thing in both. So overwhelmed are they by the staggering holiness of God. Presumably, they have been saying it ever since, and are saying it right now. Holiness means otherness. To say that God is holy is to say that he is other than you, separate from you, distinct, cut off, set apart, devoted to himself and nothing else. It is this feature of God that is so apparent when we get those open heaven scenes in the Bible. The utter difference between him and everything else. Isaiah, who is so undone by seeing the holiness of God that he calls down woes on himself, gives us here a few ways in which God is totally unlike us. Let's reflect on them. The chapter opens with, In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. This is one of the most obvious contrasts between Yahweh and us. We die and he doesn't. King Uzziah, king of Israel during a period of remarkable prosperity, had just died, but Yahweh was still living. Our life is contingent upon food, water, oxygen and so on, but he is independent with life in himself and no need of being provided for or served by anyone or anything. Acts 17.25 Everything else in the universe is finite, with either a beginning and an end, like animals, or a beginning but no end, like the souls of people and angels. God alone is eternal. The eternal God is your dwelling place, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Deuteronomy 33.27 I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Revelation 22.13 Another vast difference between God and us is that he is sitting upon a throne. His sovereignty is so unchallenged that he can be seated, 
and yet still governing the whole of creation. When I have responsibilities, however small, I rush around the whole time, trying to ensure they don't get on top of me, and the bigger they are, the more frenetic I become. Yet God, with all things under his control, and the responsibility for feeding the sparrows and sustaining the stars, is sitting upon a throne. Because his word is so powerful, and his authority so sweeping, he need never panic, rush, or even worry. He, unlike us, is in complete control. Next is the wonderful phrase, high and lifted up. Height is another way scripture shows the difference between us and Yahweh. His throne is in the skies, Psalm 103, 19, and he rides on the clouds, Psalm 104, 3. When the rulers of the earth plot to overthrow God's kingdom, he who sits in the heavens laughs, Psalm 2, 4. When man makes his smug but very lame attempt to build a tower that would reach the heavens, there is more than a hint of sarcasm in the phrase, and Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. Genesis 11, 5. It is no coincidence that God frequently appears to man on mountains, as it shows us how other than us he is. If you or I were picked up now and put at the summit of Mount Everest, the reason we would die so quickly is because of its otherness, the difference between the mountain and our normal conditions. It is the same with the mountain of God, the mere touching of which resulted in death. Exodus 19.13 Yahweh, more than we can conceive, is high and lifted up. We are then told that the train of his robe filled the temple. Traditionally, when a bride enters a church, she has a train to her dress, which may be several yards long. Imagine being at a wedding, though, where the train of the dress is so long that as she walks up the aisle, it keeps coming and coming, so that people start having to be moved to make room for it. And eventually, the entire church has to be evacuated because the train fills the building. That is the picture here. It suggests an extravagance, a resplendence to God's presence that is unthinkably unlike ours. We could go on, but one final thing that leaps off the page is how intensely unapproachable God is to those who are not holy. The angels, as we consider in the reflection Yahweh of hosts, couldn't even look at him. Isaiah does, and immediately realises what a terrifying place that is to be. 6.5. He may well have had in his mind the various people who had been killed by God for approaching him without due consideration for his holiness. Offering unauthorised fire, Leviticus 10.2. Touching the Ark of the Covenant, 2 Samuel 6.7. And even looking at it, 1 Samuel 6.19 were all things that had resulted in immediate death to Israelites. Daringly, a church I attended once preached about all the people God killed in Scripture. As the revelation of God's holiness dawned on the congregation, their reactions changed from, why him, to, why not us? This is the sort of concept of Yahweh's holiness that Isaiah has here. The living God 
sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, resplendent and unapproachable. This is a small part of what the angels can see all the time. It is no surprise, therefore, that as Revelation 4.8 puts it, day and night they never cease to say how holy their God is. Thanks for listening. That was the final episode looking at some of the characteristics of God taken from the book Incomparable by Andrew Wilson. However, there is one more episode in this podcast series where we're going to be chatting with the author of the book, Andrew Wilson. So join us on the next episode uh, where I'm going to be asking him questions about the writing of the book, but more importantly, questions about God's character, how we get to know him and how getting to know him transforms how we worship him. It's an episode you won't want to miss. Don't forget, if you want to get the book for yourself, you can purchase it at tenofthose.com. The book has the same title as this podcast, Incomparable by Andrew Wilson. And why not consider sharing this podcast with friends so that you can listen along and learn together. Tune in next time as I chat with Andrew.